0: Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It is a Friday, January 7th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. As the Flyers fall last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins by a final score of 6-2. They have now lost four straight games. They'll have a chance to get back at it coming up Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. I don't want to talk about the Sharks in this episode or the next game. You'll hear Mike Yo talk about an opportunity coming up uh, for this team to rewrite the narrative. Uh, but last night, th- there's a lot of things going through my head right now. It's not last night for me right now, because I'll take you in. As I'm recording this, it's 11.24, the night of the game. You'll hear this in the morning when you get up as Friday's episode. But frankly, it's just uh, about 90 minutes after the Flyers lost the game 6-2. to And there's so much kind of stewing around in my head. And we're going to get to a bunch of Twitter responses on how Flyer fans feel coming up in just a little bit, but let me just take you behind the curtain because as I'm preparing this episode and I'm trying to think about what I'm going to talk about and how I'm going to phrase it and how I'm going to try and say certain things and get my point across without the point getting lost in too many words or how I'm going to deal with the fact that the game was played last night. And other teams have been postponed with less COVID cases. But in doing all that, I decided to come into this episode and just be like, you know what, screw all that thinking about it. Screw all that trying to figure out how to get my point across. Let's just come on this podcast tonight and talk. And that's what I'm doing. I'm saying words. And it's so frustrating that after the team went through the 10-game winless skid, that they now have lost four straight games. And we can talk about players being out on COVID protocol. We can talk about players not being available because of injury. And they're realities. That's part of the equation, no doubt about it. But the one thing Mike Yo talked about in his press conference, which you will hear coming up, is about going down without without a fight. You can come into a game, know you're shorthanded, know that, the other teams on a nine-game winning streak, and know that you've got a really tough task at hand. But if you've been around the sport of hockey for any period of time, you know that in this sport, that is not a determinative factor in winning or losing. What is often the determining factor, yeah, it talent's a part of it, and talent lets you win more games than you lose. But you can have talent, and if you don't work, if you don't believe, then you won't win. And to me, the team went into that game against Pittsburgh, saw the lineup they had, saw the amount of players missing for COVID protocol and injury, and didn't believe they could win. And to me, that's a huge, huge problem. Mike talked about it. He said that's the number one thing he's going to talk to his guys about tomorrow. If you don't believe you can win, you won't win, especially when you don't have the same talent as the opposition. And we know the Flyers last night did not field the same level of talent as the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Flyers at full strength wouldn't have matched the talent of the Pittsburgh Penguins. They went into that game, and after they got scored on, it was like, okay, this is our fate. It was predetermined. It wasn't predetermined. You can go out there against that Penguin team, and in hockey, you can outwork them. And you can come away with a win. I'm not saying if they would have outworked them, they would have come away with a win. But you'd had a better chance. They gave themselves no chance last night. And that's a hard hard pill to swallow. When you're talking about a team that's trying to get back into the wild card mix in the Eastern Conference, a team that went out there that seemed resolved to a predetermined outcome, that's a hard pill to swallow. That's something that I have a hard time coming to grips with. I say it all the time. As long as they plug in that big, shiny scoreboard that details who's going to win the game and who's going to lose the game by putting the score on it, you go out and you compete. If you're up against it and you have less talent on the ice that night because of COVID or injuries or whatever, look at that as an opportunity. I feel like too many of the guys, it just didn't look like they looked at it as an opportunity. And that disturbs me. These are professional athletes. Competitors. I think there were some guys on the team that went out and competed hard. I think Joel Farabee gave a crap. He had a bad shift on the power play. He took his stick right into the hallway and obliterated it. Now, is that the reason why I think he cares? No. But I think he's a player that plays with care. I think there are guys out there that look like They didn't have much interest in being there last night. And that, that's, that's the part that disturbs me. Yeah, they have a chance against San Jose on Saturday to come out and show that's not what they are, Well, whether they do or not doesn't matter because that's what they were last night against the Penguins. That may not be what you, what they want to show that they are, but they just were that for a night. And you can't ever be that. That's the point I'm making. No matter what, you're not going to win every game. You're not going to be good every game. You're not going to be great. You're not going to be bad every game. But you can't be that. You can't be resolute to an outcome and a negative outcome because on paper, the other team's fielding a better lineup. That's what you can't do. That's what they did. So while I agree with Mike Yo, they have a chance to go out on Saturday night and show that's not what they are, the problem is, is you can't go back in time because that's what they were last night, defeated from the opening face-off. Let's hear the head coach, Mike Yo. Here's his thoughts after the game. Hey, Mike. Um, what do you say to the guys after a game like this, where obviously it's got to be frustrating you lose, you know, and blow off fashion to a division rival, to a big rival, but also on some level the guys in the room have to know, you know, how shorthanded they are because of COVID protocols.
1: Yeah. Um, I think probably I'll take some time to, to think about it a little bit more before uh, we address it, Charlie, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, said a lot during the game. <clears throat> so, you know, I think uh, probably what the message is going to be is, like in all honesty, obviously we were missing some guys. Um, so how do you compensate for that? You know, well, you up your compete level. Um, you know, you dig in harder to your team game. Uh, and obviously you have to show more resilience, heart, whatever you want to say. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you look at tonight, I thought we had an okay start. And then uh, next thing you know, uh, they score a goal. And it was just after that, we, it was like, uh, whether we didn't believe that we could win um, or whatever the case was, we we just, we, we were not good enough. And uh, so for me, I think the biggest message, more than anything, we can talk about X's nose and, and game plans and everything else <clears throat> is just about you know, how hard do you fight? And, um, and we can look at where we're at right now in the season, you know, and we can just sort of accept our fate for the rest of the way and say, maybe it's not our year, bad luck, this not. Um, And you can, you can do the same thing in a game, or you can fight and you can determine your own fate, regardless of what the circumstances are. Um, There's going to be times where, where maybe you don't get the result that you're looking for, but uh, you're going to go down swinging if that's the case. And I didn't think we did that tonight. So I think that's the the biggest thing that we have to address.
0: Yeah. I guess, you know, you mentioned about the compete level and going down swinging. It, it did seem like the guys were, were frustrated, you know, but how do you channel that frustration into, you know, positive energy and actually, you know, looking like you're you're you have that compete level out there.
1: Well, you know, toughness, toughness is, uh, obviously there's a, there's an element of toughness on the ice you, you battle your courage and you, you know, you, you show up and you compete and you battle and you you know, play physical, but there's another form of toughness and that's mental toughness. And, and again, that's not, uh, that's not feeling for sorry for yourself. That's not, uh, letting frustration get the best of you. Um, that's not, uh, letting a bad bounce or something that didn't work out well, uh, determine your fate, you know, things happen, uh, you know, bad things happen, but what are you going to do? And, uh, and so you have to make sure that you respond to that. Um, and again, I think that this game, um, you know, the, the, way I see it is we have a chance to, uh, to prove that this isn't us, um, because obviously right now things are not going well enough during the season. Um, individual games like this, uh, we need to find a way to push harder, to not let, you know, one goal turn to two, two to three. Um, So we have to show more fight in that situation and uh, um, we're going to have a great opportunity to do that going forward.
0: Hey, Mike, it seemed like you guys really got after it in the second period, but do you think you just ran out of gas in the third?
1: Uh, Jordan, you know what? I I don't, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think it was, a. I mean, they played last night. I don't think it was a matter of of energy. Uh, I think it's sort of the way that you prepare for a game uh, you know, I really believe that you know the harder you fight, the 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 more prepared that you are to give. Um, you know, the, the more able you are to 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 keep fighting and keep going through the game. And uh, and I just didn't think that we had that tonight. So, um, you know, whether it was because we looked at our lineup and didn't think that we had enough, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have a discussion about that tomorrow and try to get to the bottom of it. But but bottom line is, um, you know, I think, like I said, going forward, we have an opportunity to prove that that's not us. That's, that's the situation that we're in in the season. That's the situation we were in, in the game tonight. That's how we responded. How are we going to respond going forward? Um, you know, I obviously am very hopeful that it'll be differently. Yeah, Mike, I mean, you've talked a little bit about this now, um, about you get off to the okay start and then you give up the one goal and it's almost like you feel like maybe you can't win the game at that point. Are are you looking at it and saying, is that just tonight? Or do you look at it as as this being a chronic thing throughout the season? Because I think you guys only have one, maybe two wins uh, when giving up the first goal in the game. Two, and I think it's 16 games. Uh, Yeah, two. So, yes, it was. this is something that I'm not looking at just tonight. That's for sure. Um, I believe that there's, uh, you know, an element of it that, that, you know, you have to show your determination and continue to fight and not just say it's not our night tonight. You can't just say, it's just not our season this year. Um, I also believe that there's, you know, an approach that you, that you have to take in that situation where, you know, you, you can't just say uh, give up a goal and just say, it's all or nothing. We got to get the next goal. And then you give up two and three more, um, so there's an, also an approach to it, but I think more than anything, it's mindset, um, uh, and, uh, and determination. So, uh, you know what we, like I said, we
0: have, we have a chance to prove ourselves here and we have to take advantage of that. Mike has got a lot of work cut out for him. There's a lot of psychology that's always involved in coaching. And this is a heck of a case to deal with right now. Look, there are important players out of the lineup when you're missing Claude Giroux, who's been your best forward this season. Your top defenseman at Ivan Provov. I know his season's been up and down, but you're still missing him. And you're having Justin Braun and Cam York playing on your top pair against the Pittsburgh Penguins team that was really only missing one player in Jeff Carter. And that had won nine straight games. Ten now. I, I get it. That all part of the equation. But you got to go out and compete. And I think Mike Yo, by his words, and you just heard him, he didn't think his team went out there with enough compete. And I agree with him. Let's get to the Twitter responses on how Flyer fans feel. Jared tweets in, JBPHI, and he says, with more than half the season left, they have to do something to make the remainder of the season constructive. He said, I don't know if Yo coaching out the string is it. There are plenty of NHL-ready, there aren't many NHL-ready call-ups in Lehigh Valley, And I'm not sure I even want them in this environment. Something's got to give. Well, look, when it comes to Mike Yo, first and foremost, when you hire a new coach, it's ideal for that coach to have a training camp to put a system in. Mike Yo's literally, since he's been hired, has had three practices with the team. That's just part of the deal. That's what happens. And he's not going to use it as an excuse. I'm not going to use it as an excuse. But this team has not been Mike Yoified yet. <laughs> it takes time for a coach to get all his systems in place and everything. Even when he took over in St. Louis for Ken Hitchcock, it took about a month for the Flyer or for the, the Blues to write the ship. When Craig Berube came in for Mike Yo in St. Louis in December, it took him a month to get his systems and expectations put in place. And then eventually St. Louis went on and did what they did with Chief as their coach. When Peter Laviolette was hired here in Philadelphia in 2009, December, it took until mid-January for that team to get their legs under him. It does take time when you take over a bench in the middle of a season, and in the middle of this season, even a little bit more so. Is Mike Yo the right guy to be the next coach of the Flyers? I don't know. I need, to see, I need more information. Which, which direction is the team going in? Are they going in a win-now mode and going to try and add more players to this existing core or make tweaks? Because that's a certain kind of coach for that team. That's, maybe that is Mike Yo, Maybe that is John Tortorella. Or are they a team that in the offseason going to say, look, we need to rebuild. We need to move on from some veterans and some contracts, find ways to get some money off the books. We need to draft higher in the draft. We need to get some draft capital. Then maybe Mike Yo is not the coach for that, or maybe he is the coach for that, or maybe that coach is David Quinn or another coach. Jay tweets in and says, "I just feel bad for them tonight." He said, "I started the season optimistic and excited, like I do every year. Now I realize I, my expectations were way too high. That's my fault. I'm a slow learner with this team. Flyers fan since '93. Flyers fan for life. Yeah, look, I know in the off season we all talked about it. I said it." a hundred times on this podcast, on my radio show, and everywhere else, that the team going into this season was better on paper. But this game is not played on paper. And Ryan Ellis playing only four games is a huge issue. It's a huge issue. Kevin Hayes having another surgery is a huge issue. He's so clearly not at 100%. And he doesn't have the same burst in his skating. And, And Kevin Hayes isn't one of those burners when he's 100%. So he doesn't have a half a step to give. And look, in our world right now, we don't want to walk around feeling negative about everything. We want our sports, we want to be optimistic about it. That's more fun. But reality smacked us right now that this team has been incredibly erratic this year, even though it's better on paper, coupled with injuries, a really difficult schedule, all of those things, and they are where they are. And they are running out of time because the math is getting more difficult. Patrick tweets in, he says, no excuses, the team got shellacked by a hot Penguins team, and every team is dealing with players out for COVID protocol. He said, if this team can't turn it around in the next few weeks, the season is clearly lost, and they need to sell the farm at the deadline and build for next season. Well, okay, so you're saying trying to build for next season, you can't sell the farm and build for the next season in one fail swoop. It's very difficult to do, and you have to realize that, you know, veteran players on significant contracts are not easy to move. Now, there's some guys that you can move. Uh, You know, James Van Riemsdijk is a guy that with one year left, maybe you can move or buy him out. You have some things you can do, but to rebuild for next season, if you're going to do a rebuild, it's going to take a little longer than that. You got to build up draft capital, and... You got to draft players and develop them well, and yeah, I agree too that every team has dealt with COVID at some point. Some have had games postponed. The Flyers did not have a game postponed in that situation last night. Frankly, I was surprised that it wasn't. That part is what it is, and you can't do anything about it. And the players seemed like they were there was a predetermined fate in that game last night. What Mike Yo talked about it's the th- the issue that I have with the game last night. Uh, Call of Duty Chris tweets, and he says, it's laughable that the NHL allowed this game to be played with the Flyers lineup being so depleted. Yeah, the Flyers lineup is depleted. Three of those unavailable players are also injured players. So that shouldn't go into the equation. Injuries happen in hockey all the time. Pandemic or no pandemic. I mean, they're missing five, you know, regular players because of COVID. There's been other teams here this year that have played games with five players with COVID. West Polar tweeted and said, upset with the league for sure. Past that, I can't trust Fletcher to right the ship. And that's obviously, a uh, you know, one of the talking points. People are the right people in place to move this organization into the right areas. And Tim Tobin tweets and he says, the organization lacks depth it thought it had going into the season and missing your three best skaters usually is hard to overcome. But this team is not good regardless of who who's in the lineup, they're also, capable of ma- they're also incapable of making tape-to-tape breakout passes a vast majority of the time. Yeah, I mean, even as healthy as the Flyers have been this year at their healthiest, they've been an erratic team in that period as well. All right, one more. JP tweets in, and says, year after year of disappointments. He said, I don't expect them to be the best team, but at least make the games close or entertaining. He said, I can see they're competing, but I don't think the talent is there. But on paper, the talent is there. Can't be the coaches with the turnover. What is it exactly? This, this year is hard to say because we haven't seen a complete lineup. Ryan Ellis has only played four games. Broussard was hurt. Kevin Hayes was hurt. I, you know, JP, I don't know what it is. The thing that's stuck in my crawl, JP, is that the, the, the team last night didn't look like they thought, didn't look like they think they could win the game. And that's just where I'm stuck right now. All right, everybody. Enjoy your Friday. Flyers will be back at it coming up tomorrow against the San Jose Sharks. And we will preview it for you on tomorrow's episode. And hopefully I'm in a much better headspace. Have a great Friday, and we'll talk tomorrow on Flyers